Hi, I'm Chud X. And I'm Lanny. And this is the world as it is today. Welcome back to another episode of the world as it is today. We're going to talk about um, different kinds of family events that go on in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, first, just remind everybody that if you want to hear my podcast, that's the Greener Postures podcast. And Chud, you can find on Are We Content? That's right. And what I wanted to talk about is something you've actually talked about on your podcast, Are We Content? You had an episode where you shared your experiment or experience going to the... It was an experiment. Yeah, the carnival. Taking our kids to a carnival. No, a circus. No, a circus. That's the one. The C word. Circus. <laughs> C word. You went... That's circus? I always thought it was cunt. <laughs> well, there's a lot of C words. Because, I mean, that's the name of the podcast. Are we cunt? Int? No, it's not. That's not what it is. I think that's how it's pronounced. We're already derailed, and it's like less than two minutes it's in. Not a con. It's a con. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> you went to the circus with the kids, the circus, yep. and it was a really disappointing circus. You also talked about another hipster circus in town that um, we did not that go you to. didn't go to. That was uh, disappointing. And then we recently went to the county fair. Yep. As a family, the four of us, just a couple days ago, and had a really good experience. So if you if you want to, you can listen back to the Are We Content episode where you talk all about going to the circus. In, in short, to recap, it was not ideal, and it was a real casino-like atmosphere trying to entice kids into certain things that costed their parents a lot more money over the top of, of so purchasing the ticket. Money. So much money. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was a con of sorts, which I'm like kind of okay with like uh i talked about it on are we content like if um you know they're playing the game and i'm cool with that like i play the game too i don't mean that like i'm a bad guy and i don't mean that they're bad guys and in that sense i respect the hustle yeah you can respect that people are trying to earn money they're trying to make a living they have to bring people in to the place and entice them into things. It's just like when people used to always say McDonald's tries to make their food addictive. And you're like, well, if you yeah. try to make it convenient and taste good, it's just because they're trying to get customers. They put in addictive ingredients like fat and sugar. Yeah. Yeah. People <laughs> used to say that and they would roll my eyes. I have like no, another... They wouldn't say that fat and sugar part. No, no, no. They'd say the first part. I would roll my eyes yeah. and, and say, yeah, fat and, fat sugar, and sugar, like <laughs> every other food. And it's like, um, I, I, I've, I've elevated to another level of understanding all of that now. So it's different but it's very similar to where of course they want to entice kids to do certain things and try to get money from From parents but it it really it should be at least some value to the children and the family whereas in the circus one you were talking about they uh our our nine-year-old and his friend rode a camel and it cost ten dollars and they went around a circle one time a tiny circle twenty dollars for the two of them on one camel on one camel for one, I don't know what the radius of that thing was now, but like uh, uh, like 50 feet tops. And for a kid, you you can't, it's tops. It's like these layers of them understanding what's happening around them. And when they're excited, they almost don't realize what's happening has changed. And they're like doing something new. Mm-hmm. They've been waiting and they're excited and they're just going to go on a camel. And then all of a sudden they're on a camel and then you're off of a camel. They didn't even get a chance to to observe the camel or take it in. And it's just over. And then they're like, and they're drained of $20. $20 is a lot of money. To so much money. And I'm like, so disappointed by that. But um, our son, I said that to him, like, man, that sucked. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like apologetic that he just got fucking ripped off. And he's like, what are you talking about? That was like the best 20 bucks I ever spent. <laughs> I rode on a fucking camel, man. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess it's all perspective. He thought it was worth the money. So it's worth the money. Um, you know, it's, and that was his money too, at that point. Cause I, I actually went completely broke. At yeah. That thing. All your cash I, was removed from your wallet. And, uh, I think you didn't prepare yourself as much for that because when you go to a carnival or a fair, you expect there's going to be games and then food and stuff like that. Going to a circus was more like it's in an arena and you get a seat and you watch a performance. Yeah. I didn't think I'd get jabbed every time I turn around. Yeah. I, I, I knew they would have camel rides and stuff i don't know if i knew camel rides but elephants I knew, used to be i, I think it, i think it said you know uh circus starts at six o'clock uh fun and games start at five o'clock mm-hmm. you know so we got there at five and i was thinking oh yeah that'll be cool they'll just be like clowns running around making balloon animals and you know like i don't know fun and games like yeah fun and games doesn't it be as a pre-show 
doesn't sound expensive to me. No, but ten, on paper at that time. <laughs> but 10 bucks for 30 seconds in a bouncy house is yeah. not fun or games. <laughs> it was there were no clowns, there were no balloon animals. There was just like five or six activities, each of which cost one ticket. Tickets were available for $10 a piece. And um, let's see, how many were there? There was a pony ride. There was a camel ride. There was a bouncy house. Maybe that was it. Just three things. Ten bucks um, a ticket for a, a quick, really short. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the bouncy house, it wasn't 30 seconds. It was 60 seconds. It was one minute, if I remember right. $10 a minute. So, um and like when our youngest, our two and a half year old saw that bouncy house, he'd never seen a bouncy house in his life. And he was like, like this instinctual, like, I'm going inside of that thing because that looks amazing. Right. right. Like you could you could see the, the gears turning in his in his mind. And I go over. There's no kids. We're there at five. We're an you hour got there early. earlier. Than and this whole else. thing was at its tops a quarter full. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, just there was no one there. Right. And so. At this time, there's really no one there. There's no lines for any of these three games. The kid goes over and he kind of just like starts going in there. And I'm assuming that's cool. And the girl stops him like, oh, no, no, no. Can I get a ticket? And I was like, oh, a ticket. Where do you get a ticket? She's like, right over there. I'm like, oh, okay. And I go over and it's $10 a ticket. Everything costs one ticket, <laughs> you know? And uh, it was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, all right. I, you know, okay, cool. We'll get a couple tickets. So I spent all my cash on tickets and, uh, and it was, and it was like four tickets. <laughs> it was like, not that much. And, uh, I took him over and I gave him his ticket and I, and he gives her the ticket and takes off his shoes and he goes in the bouncy house and he's done. She's like saying, okay, come on out. You've had, you've spent your time. Well, and that's what I was talking about with kids, especially toddlers. They can't fully take in what they're doing. Sometimes it's them just standing there with their mouth open, staring for a long time until they're comfortable enough to start to explore. Let me say this one more time. I, I, I don't mean to over talk the bouncy house, but two and a half, never seen a bouncy house before. No one's in the bouncy house. He pays $10. He walks inside the bouncy house. He's looking around. Wow. This is amazing. And then the girl says, come on out. He didn't bounce. He didn't. He didn't know he was supposed to jump or he could jump. He didn't have enough time to explore. If he'd been in there with five other kids, two other, one other kid, it would have been like, oh, okay, this is what a bouncy house is for. This was, he just barely took in the atmosphere that was around him. And, uh, you know, it was amazing. I'm not downplaying that he didn't have like a fine He thought it was great, but then he wanted back in there and you couldn't afford it. And it'd be. Well, I could, I still had, I, I had another ticket for him and his brother had used one ticket and, um, his brother was like, Oh, I'll go in with him. You know, I'll show him how it is. So, so then the two of them go in together and they had, they had a little more fun that time, but at the same time, it's two kids in a bouncy house, you know, like, and, and that didn't cost $10. That cost $20, <laughs> you know? That, so like, so we're you going spent broke. $30. We could have rented a frigging bouncy house for a day. Probably. I, I've seriously thought about it afterwards. I was like, what would it cost to rent that thing yeah. for six hours? Right. Or people buy them at Costco, probably. Probably. Well, Costco <laughs> smaller be version. Real, real shitty. Small, smaller version. But, uh, cause I mean, it's heavy duty, you know, whatever material that is like vinyl or vinyl whatever, or whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, like we, it's probably a good deal in comparison to that, to rent a bouncy house for six hours at your house where yeah. a, a crew comes, blows it up, says, we'll be back in six hours, you know? Yeah. Um, here's, here's how you turn the thing on. If it, if it, you know, trips a breaker or right. whatever. Um, but that, uh, okay. So sorry, so, I got off on the bouncy house and so I forgot it, where we're going. So the bouncy house is also told in your episode on are we content so where i wanted to go with this is to compare the experience of being soul-sucking money grabbing like not fun lackluster entertainment to the experience we just had at the county fair which we haven't yet talked about on a podcast yeah the county fair is for those who've never gone to a county fair county fair is a place where kids who are in 4-h can show animals that they've grown out where farmers can showcase what they're doing and um, vendors of farm equipment and, and different things like that can can have their displays set up. And then also classic fair food, like different 
vendors selling corn dogs, cotton candy, popcorn, kettle corn, hot dogs, corn fritters, corn fritters. That was a highlight. And then, you know, depending on where you're from, there's different famous things that, that you might have, but you know, lots of fried food. It's like, there's a lot of, uh, everything's bathed in vegetable oil. Uh, and it's, it's most, mostly delicious. What's the difference? between why did we have a good time at the fair and why did we not have a good time at the, at the circus? And I, I have to say with the fair, there's like this real family atmosphere that's about character building and hard work. Mm-hmm. So the whole focus of it is about, you, know, you could you could not overlook that if you're, what did we call them? Ride rats? Ride rats. Yeah, we were saying there's some people that come to an event like this just for the carnival. There's a carnival, there's food, and then there's this whole other part of the fair, which are like different things going on at different times. Competitions, people showing their horses, people, uh, horse-drawn buggy competitions, yeah. um, people showing their their hogs and getting blue ribbons, and and and, and you could submit pies or... Um, Truly, that is the meat of the fair. That's what the fair is. That's, that's what the buildup for the county for the people involved for the people who care about this thing that's that's the meat and potatoes of the fair right that's the 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 actual fair yeah but they also bring in this company called fantastic yes and fantastic is the rides they're the carnival and then some of the food vendors and then a bunch of the food and then a few other things too, I think. Probably. But there is they like what they do is they go to county fairs and they set up. Now those people are much closer to the circus folks that we had. That's there. this is more the typical carnival carnies that you remember. These are the carnies. They're a little classed up because they all have uniforms. There's a lot of uh Mexican people there this time not especially in the food side it seemed not as much and on the rides too. Rides too, yeah. Not as much of like teardrop tattoo next to the eye white guys that just got out of prison of like that's how Couple i read uh, that's how i remember Couple of those, but i would imagine they were all been out of prison for five to ten years yeah you working know, like for the company for a long time because yeah. i remember the i feel like i remember when i was a kid those carnies being kind of like scary they were and like they'd be like teasing the kids and they'd have missing teeth and like their sleeves ripped off of their shirt you got scared on a ride they'd be <laughs> They would sound just like that, which also sound like Ernest, um, <laughs> Ernest scared Ernest, stupid. Yeah. What's his name? You just uh, totally sounded like Jim Varney. Yeah. You sound like, like wow, weird. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, classed up a little bit, but yes, there's like this, there is he a carnival. seems like a carny. Now that you mentioned that he, he just seems like carny, someone but... who would be a carny, you know, yeah. he's got that kind of weird sideways mouth yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah. Rest in peace. Jim Varney. I didn't know on? his, his name. Yeah. Um, so yes, there's a carnival, there's carnival type food, but then there's this whole, the meat, as you said, of the event is showcasing yeah. animals, talking about farming, where our food comes from, the equipment that we use for that, the people in the community that help support that agricultural industry. Importantly, local people. Yes. People who care about the place that we live. Right. And while many of these farms and farmers that are showcased are different than us, there's there's not homesteads talking about the 12 pounds of potatoes they grew, but there are there's bigger the bigger agricultural people are represented. But for instance, where we buy our raw milk, they had their cows there being showed. They mm-hmm. had a display, and their Jersey cows were there, um, and our kids got to see them. And I, hey, these are our the cows we see when we go get our milk. Yeah, and the, like the exciting. cows that we were looking at are likely dispersed the uh, dispensed the milk that's sitting in our fridge exactly. right now. And you got to see a cow getting hooked up to a milking machine. Which those cows were probably brought over there at some point. Uh yes, of course. They you have know, to be milked. It's, yeah, like yeah. like they they're constantly milking. There's a, like all these different larger farms have a few animals there and they're you know they're doing their daily maintenance with them. Maintenance is that the right word? Sure, their daily chores. With you them. get to see them scooping poop and putting hay down and walking them over and, and hooking up. But to this a is milker. largely being done by children. Yeah, which is freaking amazing. Um, you want to you want to see some well adjusted kids? The, I bet every one of those kids go to government school. But they're farm. Maybe kids. not everyone. Not all. Not but all. They're of them. farm kids. They are different breed. They're they're wholesome, for lack of uh, a better way to put it. Really, they're. I don't know. Um, Gee, they look you in the eye. 
there in was, spite in spite of a lot of them being government school kids, they were looking you in the eye and starting conversations. There were ones that wanted to come up and say, "Hi, welcome, thanks for coming to check out our stuff. Take a look at all these chickens. You know, this is the 4-H section or something like that." Yeah, well, it seemed like everything practically was 4-H. Uh, to some degree, like, okay, so like our milk cows, that wasn't 4-H, uh-huh. but I think it was being directed by 4-H at least. There's sections of stuff that was 4-H, and then there was even other groups that were similar to 4-H that were showing things. Okay, so yeah, okay. it was it was a variety. And then you could, I think you can also enter in your stuff um, just as an individual person. And in case anyone listening doesn't know what 4-H is, I actually don't know as I'm about to say it. I don't know what it stands for, but it's uh, it's at least locally, it's the kids animal husbandry club like kids in high school particularly i think particularly it may even be through government schools do um they they go to different sites and raise animals or they raise animals at home and bring them in to show something like that i was never involved as a kid um but it's a uh, it's kids raising animals so a lot of the animals that we saw were those of individual children who entered them in the fair, you know, because like, for instance, there's a poultry barn with a ton of chickens. Okay. Well, whatever we raise chickens, we don't care. There were some like uh, Cornish cross, like our meat birds. And it's like, Oh yeah, those yeah. are them. Uh, there were some leghorns. We had some leghorns. There were, there were a few, there were a few birds that we have, but then there's just a massive number of, I would say like off, off-breed chickens and roosters there yeah. were roosters with what Six. 11 foot long yeah. tail feathers yeah just like like all, single feathers like they were just, just sitting in a going, hole like a peacock or yeah something. yeah it was all curled around their legs Being, yeah and there was one that like had a post uh, a support beam yeah. in the middle of their pin and it was like wrapped around that i was like boy i hope they don't try and fly off i know and get, it like, seems like it. they're just gonna die they're not meant to survive with those um but uh but at least most of those in that barn were raised by, they, they all had like a little 4-H. It's like a lucky clover yep. looking thing yeah. next to it. And I actually, I looked it up if you want to hear what that means. Yeah, what does that so mean? So you can learn today. The 4-H, okay, so 4-H club is not related to, to public school at all. Okay. But like you would have known kids that were in it when you went to school, I'm sure. Just like, you know, uh, Boy Scouts or whatever. Sure. That's their own organization. It's a youth development program where adult volunteers provide positive hands-on fun and educational opportunities for kids 5 to 19. Um, this can place, uh, takes place in different settings. So they rent buildings just like Boy Scout soup. 4-H has a pledge that represents, uh, what each letter stands for, which are the following 4-H, uh, first H stands for head and it says head to clearer thinking is one of the concepts. Nice. Uh, the second H is for heart, heart to greater loyalty, uh, then H stands for hands, hands for larger service. And the last H stands for health, health for, to better living. So <laughs> well, that's awesome. Their pledge is I, my hand to clear. Yeah, that's basically their pledge. And for the club community and around the world. And they work with animals and raise animals out. And then you show them and see if you, you know, win a ribbon at the fair yeah, or whatever. So basically, I think we could get like our son could enter a chicken. Yeah to four yep and be a uh, he would there's probably dues we have to pay and there's dues and you you have meetings and stuff and they work on projects together probably very similar to scouts and now that we're not in the middle of the pandemic anymore we could probably start looking into it yeah Uh, i i had to remove myself from all of our child's activities like that scouts were were, we were in scouts when that stuff started and it was a real gross and if we were part of 4-h we'd have i would have i'm sure oh we would not have done that sucked. too yeah um but anyway but let's not get on that uh but yeah like I, i'm pretty sure you know just speculating from the outside like our our son could be a part of that group and he could just pick a chicken i mean there were there were corners crossed in there there was those stupid meat birds that we had. yeah there were stupid uh-huh. meat birds there were a lot of leghorns like most yeah. i i could tell most kids couldn't find a chick so they just got the leghorn that was left at the tractor supply oh, sure. but then there were also polish and and there were uh there were silkies and these silkies. these different kind of tiny ones the ones with the furry Feet, frizzles like there were a ton of cool chickens so there wasn't any american breasts which i wanted to see in real life but they, they, they didn't have any so like if he entered though he you know like maybe instead of just one of our chickens he could we 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 go out of our way to get an egg or uh uh to try and, uh, some some eggs to try and hatch yeah the point is that they have to raise them from a chick from a chick yeah maybe an egg maybe an egg but i think from a chick for sure uh, but but anyway whatever the case like that would become his project 
that he's he's involved with, and he would have to take it into them all the time or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he'd be they come out here, care send them pictures. Whatever. I don't know what it would be exactly. And then come time for the fair, he would have his own little little compartment where that that chicken's gonna stay the whole time, and he'd probably need to be there every day to. You go in, do, um, and you have things. you have uh like barn duty where you it's your job to clean and and be there for a certain There's period of time. Always a child sweeping the floor in all of these oh, yeah. rooms, whether it be cattle, pigs, sheep, yep. goats, or poultry. Um, and then and then they have different contests throughout the week. Yeah, where judges come by and they judge them for different qualities. I imagine. Yeah. I imagine they give out a lot of blue ribbons. You know, it's not just one for, so, for poultry. It's like one for rooster, one for chicken, one for chick, one for, you know, different age groups, different uh, one for, for feather coloring, one for feather length, one for, you know, like, yeah. uh, like they probably, there's probably a hundred, there's, there's a hundred birds in there and a hundred blue ribbons. And there's lots not of everyone ribbons. gets a blue yep. ribbon. Some will get four. And there's different kinds. There's other colors of ribbons and things like that too. And all the kids stuff just gets to be on display for whatever. Then there's another building that's like, um, like pie contest, yep. cake, um, sourdough bread. I, I never made it in there this year. And unfortunately, I, canned goods. Yeah. Canned goods. And so there. those things all seem to have already been, and we were there on the first day of the fair. So I know it wasn't like earlier that morning, but some point before the fair starts, they judged these things and the winners of those things go get to be displayed in this room. Oh. So the actual competition part of it happens before the fair. And then the you're if you get the blue ribbon, you're displayed at the fair. Okay. So all these, all of the canned goods up there had blue ribbons. And I was like, I had done all of that. I don't know what they're being judged on. I would assume they had to submit a couple of cans so judges could taste things. Uh-huh. And they're going for color, texture, visual appearance in the jar. Yeah, you know, I wonder how that works. It makes me want to get involved in fair culture, at least for a year, just to, to, to understand. understand it. Because I also know, like, this is a county fair. Yeah. This is the Whatcom County Fair. Yeah. And the winners in general from this one go to state fair, right? Which is down in, like, Puyallup for Washington. Puyallup, yeah. Um, or is it Monroe? It's Puyallup. Yeah. Uh, Monroe is another county fair. So so the, that fair you go to, and it's only the Blue Ribbon winners from all... All of the other fairs. What do we have, like uh, 300 counties here? I don't know. Yeah, a lot of county fairs. I, I'm sure every county doesn't have a fair, but maybe they do. I don't know. I, I bet they do. Uh, I know Skagit has a fair. I, I've never been to it. I, I bet they all do, or most of them do. And yeah, Skagit does. Um, of course they do. There's a major farming Super, uh, yeah, county. Important. You know, Tulips. Um <laughs> The ones that might not would be like mountain counties. Yeah. But sure. Even uh, then, does Island County have a fair? I don't I don't know. I imagine know? they do. I don't know. We need to learn more. This is this why I love having these conversations. Just the conversation <laughs> makes me want to learn more, but I feel like the only way to learn more is to become involved. And I kind of could see us getting uh one year into this and being like, fuck the fair. Well, like, I know. Like, well, should we ruin the fair? But should, fuck, fuck the insides of the fair. Like, should we ruin it for ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it also might be like a huge opportunity that gets us more uh, motivated to do more homesteading stuff and more, you know, like. Well, just making connections. It doesn't mean that we're going to love everybody we meet, but we yeah. might make some good connections. And really, I just want to say I have a blue ribbon and something. <laughs> I wanted, I want to, I was like, I could do all of these things. And the sourdough that oh, was on display. Yes. <laughs> the sourdough that was on display was like, Nothing compared to how my sourdough looks. Sure. Yeah, you could probably be the the state freaking winner of of sourdough, or at least go to state for it. So I'm like, I want to know how this works so that I can enter something. I'm just thinking about if we did get involved (laughs) in fair, would it be like, okay, so here's a week in August that we have to dedicate ourselves to this? Yeah. And it's like kind of difficult because Mm -hmm. we're busy people. Yeah. And then, but okay, we make that work and then we win. Yeah, and then they're like, "Cool, now you just need to go spend a week in Puyallup." Yeah, but see, it won't be the same because we're not going to be facilitating the space in Puyallup and volunteering. Sure, we would just be, you know, our, we we could maybe not even follow. I bet, our thing. I bet a lot of people don't go, and, and we just, just send we, your can or your the, bread or whatever. Yeah, and then they send us a blue ribbon in the mail or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know, assuming I would win because I probably would. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that conceited, but like. Really, it makes me want to say, what are they looking for to say that the canned goods are the best? Because I, I'm probably looking at my things with similar eyes, but not like it would be interesting to know what the conventional structure of judging those things. They throw would it be. against a wall, and if it breaks, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, for instance, there was two cans of green beans, 
And I was like, they're just green beans, but they're like, they were all cut the exact same length. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they are, they were trying to make this look just so Mm -hmm. to, to, and I thought they were too short. I like mine a little longer. It could be like an, an aesthetic presentation that they're looking for. Like, it's not that you need to be all the same length, but when they're against the wall and not too murky and yeah. you know like but really, you can really see what it is you know i don't know like the jars of pickles i was like my jars of pickles are prettier because that is one i really enjoy like layering them in in a certain way that they look really nice you maybe know? things can help like uh if you have instead of having ball cans mm-hmm. jars yeah. you know like if you have something that's different oh i'll use a new azure standard jars in, instead of being <laughs> square on the around you know like with rounded square corners yeah you know if you had one that was perfectly round would that stand out from all the others well they did have a section too of vintage canning stuff so they had old jars on display and it was really small there was only a few and you couldn't really you can't touch them you know or get close to them they're in a display case but i thought that was cool and they had um the ball canning guide but it was a new one i'm like i have like three of them that are old that i could have had you know on display usually at the fair there's also a quilting section where they have people sewing stuff and the weirdest one that i that they judge and give ribbons on are place settings. Yeah. It's like a homemaking competition there's or something. There's a bunch of tables and there's just... It's a table with a, a different plate. Each, each seat at the table has a different place setting, meaning like a plate with another plate on top and your napkin folded a certain way and your uh-huh. silverware presented in a certain way. And it's a place setting competition. I'm like, that seems useless. See, this all seems like... Now, uh, now I'm talking to you and not liking it. <laughs> there's nobody who's enter- entering that, I don't think, and that's all that they're involved with. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, that's like, I bet that a lot, I bet, I don't, know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to, cause, cause we don't know the ins and outs of this. Um, I bet that a lot of families try to come up with something so that everyone in the family is involved in the fair. Yeah. Right. So if uh, Johnny's entering a pig and uh, his sister's entering a chicken and dad's entering a cow, mom's needs to do something. She's going to enter something that nobody cares about, like sourdough or a canned good. Everyone cares about those things. Oh, That's the most important. No way. I was going to say something like a place, setting. like a place setting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, um, you know, like, like just something. Cause there's also, I, again, I didn't get to that whole section because we were there for a long time, but I, I had such a great time with every, I spent a lot of time in the uh, cattle and horse judging uh, arena where they would bring the, the horse and the cattle and do a walk around and do different things. And me and our two-year-old had a blast watching people look horses in the mouth yeah. and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, they have a whole section that's like uh, quilts and hobbies. Yeah. The um, hobby one I never found, but I remember in prior years, it would be like really big Lego builds or like somebody mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of like old Nintendo stuff on yeah. display so right there. I could, I could enter our Nintendo stuff yeah a hobby collection yeah. and it would probably win a blue ribbon I don't yeah know. everything i say though i feel like we would win a blue ribbon well, we just have a lot, a lot of stuff, stuff and it's like well when i look at that i'm like oh if we took the time to get this all in on a line like this we have cool because that's stuff. that's what that comes down to it's not what you have like i could i could take what we have right now where it's in cardboard boxes and, and just like put the cardboard there. boxes yeah yeah you can look through that that's, we got lots of stuff so i'm more like a flea market presenter <laughs> Uh, but, uh, if, if we took those boxes and then spent an hour in the glass, the the glass sliding glass cabinet that we get and, um, just lay them all out. So they look cool and make sure all the Mario stuffs with the Mario stuff and the Zelda stuffs with the Zelda stuff, you know, like uh, that, that's, that's what they're judging you on is that presentation, not just what you have, Mm -hmm. you know, like anybody can have a bunch of crap, but it's that you present it to look nice. Yeah. And so, okay. So we've covered the, that part of it. And then there's also the typical carnival with everything you would ever want. Ride rats. And then there's certain people that just go there to go on the rides. They go for the carnival. They're ride rats is what we were calling them. The ones that race there. They don't go in any of the barns. You don't experience the fair. It was an after. We weren't calling them that while we were there. It was was, towards the end of when we were there. It was at the end and like afterwards. And I like, because we were kind of, we were split up a lot of the time. We kept meeting up in the same places, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, you'd be off on one direction. I'd be off on another. Your mom was with us too. Um, And uh then we kind of want to like talk about people. Like I'd be like, Oh man, there was this one family. I saw them over and over again and be like, where'd you see them? Oh, it was in the rides every time. Yeah. I think they were ride rats. <laughs> They're the ones who come to the fair and just stay in the rides, whether it be the little kids that are on the rides. Our son is a ride rat. 
Uh, well, nine-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll come right out and say it. He didn't He's, want anything. He even ate less than I expected. Yeah, because he was busy being a ride rat, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. I don't, I'm not saying ride rat as a, as a, uh, I know it sounds like a. No, it's just funny. It's, I just it think just it's funny great. for us to have a name for the people who like going on the rides. And we weren't. I was definitely wasn't a ride rat. I, I did ride a few things, um, but uh, it was. It, I was there more for the, like I said, the judging of the competitions and stuff. But um, uh, where am I going with it? I'm the. The, the rides are cool. We were talking yeah. about meeting up and talking about different types of people at the carnival or the fair. And it was, yeah, our nine-year-old had his first year of being able to go off on his own. Yeah, he was completely on his own almost the entire time. So we, we, he had like, a watch on and it was just certain times and certain locations to meet back up and check in. Now we're going to meet at 2.30 at the, at the clock tower. Yeah. Now we're going to meet at uh, 3.15 at the horse farm. Now yeah. we're, you know. And then like my that. mom eventually got tired and didn't mind just sitting. So she posted up at the clock tower and that just ended up being our, our meeting yep. uh, section where we kept, kept finding each other again and figuring out what we were going to do next. And yeah, our, I mean, did, did our nine-year-old ever come to see any animals? I don't think he did. Gosh, you know what? I don't I, think he did. You, I hadn't thought it out till you just posed that question, but. I don't think he did. Never once with me. We got there and we walked to get our wristbands so that we had we had paid to get um we we bought them away ahead of time. This is okay, this is part of what I wanted to talk about. So maybe we should go into this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Since we're already a half hour into this. Okay. So we talked about the carnival, the circus, sorry, the circus being a money hole. The carnival, you can purchase tickets. Um, $20 for like 38 tickets. So it's a weird number. So you can't figure out the math. A nice round number for the dollars, but then a weird number for the tickets. $20 for 38 tickets. And then their, uh, the rides cost 11 or 14. Yeah. (laughs) Like the kids rides were 11 and the adult rides were 14, something like that. So it's really hard to do math, but anyway, it comes out to a shitload (laughs) costs a shitload to go on a ride. It costs like close to $10 to go on one ride. And they don't have tickets anymore. It was, was it was it a card? I, I I saw people. I figured out later. I never really thought about it till I realized there were a lot of people who had a piece of paper that was probably like four inches by four inches mm-hmm. with a barcode in the middle. Oh, of it. okay. And and the guys were scanning those just like they scanned our wristbands until it says yeah how many is left. So anyway, you can purchase a wristband which gives you unlimited rides. And two free games because there's also the typical carnival games: throw a ball at some milk cans and knock them over and get a stuffy and try and ring the bell. Yeah. So um, you get two free games and unlimited rides all day long for a set price. And the set price there was forty nine dollars, I think. Is what it was. It was like fifty. Was it thirty nine dollars? I don't think it was. I'm sorry. What was the, the set price of the all day bracelet? Was forty nine bucks. Oh, at the booths. Yes. Not what we paid. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it, I, I thought it's yeah. You That's thought what? Up. I thought it was 50, but yeah, yeah maybe it was, was it's a court. I, I probably it can't be a round number. Head. It's a weird number. It was 49 bucks. Right. So there is a, like, uh, what do they call it? A ticket blitz, like three months before the fair, when they, uh, they announce the dates, it's going to be in everything for all local people. They say, if you buy them online for this 24 hour period, you get this discount. So we paid like $40 a piece for our bracelets. And we paid, I think like three bucks off of each ticket to get into the fair and the ticket for the fair was only like $11 for adults, like six bucks for a kid free. If you're under six years old, mm-hmm. seniors were also $6, like a kid price. It's so, not like it was, you know, it was a number of years ago. Uh, it was before mm-hmm. our first was born mm-hmm. and I took, uh, my nephews mm-hmm. and it was $27 a pop for all three of us to get in the door. 27 each or 27 each to get in the door to get in the door. It was insanely expensive to get in the door and they've restructured since then. I think they probably, I'm just guessing again, not part of the fair culture, but I bet that they saw a massive decline in attendance at that time, charging 30 bucks. And then, and then it's, still the exorb the, the huge prices that for for everything inside you know like the yeah. food's expensive and all of that it was probably way cheaper than it is today right but there as those prices kept going up they were like we can't charge people an arm and a leg to come in otherwise you know we they probably saw like a drop in half right you know, well you need to make it cheap especially for kids because if you've got four kids i mean that's a shitload of money and and i remember it so distinctly there was no difference between them who were 10 or so at the time and me who is an adult right like and it was 27 dollars each and it was like wow i think i need to use a credit card for this because i'm 
Yeah, I only brought so much cash yeah, with so, me. So, like, for, for now, there's, like, the youth ticket, which is six-year-olds to 12-year-olds, I think. So, um, and then then there's adults are over 12. And then the, the little kids are free, which is great. So what I'm getting at is, like, it's pretty affordable to get in the door. If you want to – if you're going to use the rides, you might as well buy the bracelet. Otherwise, it's a ripoff. Yeah, yeah. We we did the the math, and it was, like, if you go on four rides, you've – You've exceeded you've the amount. exceeded the amount of the – of the bracelet if you go on four big rides and then we, we also got ours for you know more than ten dollars a piece off right and just like the bouncy house to harken back to the bouncy house i was discussing uh the the disappointment that my son experienced for the rest of that circus of me not letting him go in that bouncy house was was terrible and so here we are at this event which is can you know going to overstimulate a child uh-huh. going to make them overexcited they're going to want to do something and they don't want to understand the limits of it when you're two and a half especially right um that was torture you know here we are we're like we're just going to buy the bracelet because we know He's if he wants to go on the rides, we want him to just be if able he to, wants go to go on the go rides. On this little roller coaster, these you know roundabout cars. Let him do it fifty times if he wants. And, you know, which and he didn't he do any did, of it fifty times. He did that like a lot, like a lot, and it was cool because in the afternoon there were a lot of the families with little kids seemed to have already moved on. Yeah, and there were like almost no lines at the little. By kids the time rides. it was dark. It yeah. was like we were just picking which which little kid ride do you want to go on now? And they'd buckle him in and he'd go and he'd be the only one on there. We, you know, waving and stuff. It was really fun. And unlike the bouncy house, a ride like that doesn't matter if there's other kids on it or not because he's going around in circles in a car. Yeah, or know, up or and down and for some reason a fire truck that goes into the sky. Dude, I that was awesome. Really understand why. That, but that was, was one fun. that I could ride for the little yeah, kids. Yeah, some of the little kid rides are ones that the parents can go on with them, and some are not, where they get buckled into a car or something and they go around in a circle. But you know, most people have seen carnivals and they they get the gist of what we're talking about they have the classic stuff like the yo-yo and the zipper and the gravitron what's it called now space starship starship it was totally the the gravitron yeah phone went flying out of my pocket when i did the gravitron yeah it was my brain went flying out of my skull too (laughs) so yeah i guess what i'm trying to get at is like the fair though you pay a really affordable amount for the ticket to get in say say about 10 bucks for an adult and less than that for a kid and even less if you're little and you get your whole family in there and there's all of this stuff to do that's free you can look at the cows look at the pigs watch the horse showing you can look at the chickens you can go to a um uh there's like a kid's like it used to be a petting zoo kind of a situation, but this is called an, a small animal experience. It's for little kids to walk through and look close up at small animals. They're all in cages and you're not allowed to touch anything. Yeah. And you're not allowed to touch any of the animals all the way through. But however, almost all the animals were available to touch all the way through, just as long as you were like talking to someone from 4-H. Or right. From, we from pet one we farms. pet one of the fuzzy chickens with fuzzy feet. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, the chickens are a little more off limits because they're in cages. Yeah. To, like, but stick your fingers I'm through. I'm specifically kind of meaning so that the small animal experience has everywhere has signs. And that's because a few years ago, there was some 4-H thing at the fairgrounds and people got E. coli after it. And what? They, yeah, and they blamed it. Oh, my it, God. And it was part of the Women's Dairy Association or whatever, the ones that does the, the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. And uh, it was a huge deal about like needing better hand washing facilities oh, at the God. fair and stuff. And I'm like, okay. So now since then, there's all these signs everywhere that say, like, when you go into a barn, do not bring blankies, toys, binkies, or anything that could be like thrown on the floor and then put into they, a kid's they use hands. Those words, blankie and binky. They said blankets and pacifiers. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we have a blankie well, and binky. Uh, uh, I'll say this: uh, me and our son put our hands on and pet every single pony. And every single calf that was available at that place, yeah. like our, our hands touched every one of them. And our and two it, and a half year old was rolling on the ground in the in the cattle barn at some point, and then eating food later, and it was just any, fine. Any almost any one of those, we had uh, like a like an older person like saying, "Yeah, go for it." Yeah, like yeah, like they think it's dumb that we're not allowed to right. touch the animals. Now, on the other hand, all the horses that are facing inward and we're just at their feet. We didn't pet any of those bumps. Yeah. Because I don't feel comfortable with that. Even even though I bet that the people there are like, no, no, go ahead. I don't know, man. I, I, know, I, don't a, know, I know a horse can kick. I, I used to know a guy who got kicked in the head by a horse and yeah. he was not okay. Okay. <laughs> For sure. And that's a stereotype. Oh, yeah. He must got Remember kicked he, in the head by a horse. He lived in that. How I knew the uh, retarded guy. 
and he lived in a house full of retarded guys. Oh yeah. And there was one guy who there who was like completely with it in the head, but he'd been kicked in the head by a horse Aww. and he, he was, God, those conversations were the worst. He's like, I just want to get out of here so I can have sex. Like oh my God. I'm, I'm a normal guy. So like I'm sad. just like you. He was like my age too. Oh, you know, he's like, man. he's like, but I can't do anything in here. They're I'm like, not, I'm not allowed to do anything and I cannot leave here oh my because gosh. he can't control his bot. He couldn't control his hands or his feet. Yeah. So he couldn't, they couldn't he wheel couldn't him out leave. to get a prostitute or whatever. And and no one there is going to, it was a Christian run place. Like yeah. no one there was going to like ever even address what he was saying. To yeah. Him. Oh, that's so, so sad and weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I guess what I'm getting at is the ticket, the price of admission gets you a lot of stuff on its own on its face right mm -hmm. samples of things kids can climb on the tractors that are there for display some of them are antique tractors which are no touching ones and then there was like you know Kubota and John Deere all had areas where you could yeah. go climb on the stuff. antiques were a no-no they were we uh we I the what was it uh uh look but don't touch yeah that was the There's phrase signs everywhere our two-year-old was starting to say that like he, he <laughs> like ask He'd point at a tractor and ask, look, but don't touch. Uh -huh. And it was like, no, no, that one's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Climbing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> climbing on these tractors. It was, he could have spent the whole day just doing that. But we got there at like one o'clock and we left there at 10 o'clock. It was like a long day. Yeah. And um, there was all this stuff to do for free. And then if you can pay this unlimited amount, like if you knew ahead of time that the circus was going to have a bouncy house that cost $10 a minute. And you could have paid $20 for our kid to go on that for an unlimited time. I would have absolutely done that. You would have that probably available there. saved some money and paid for it. But they didn't make that available. They wanted to milk you for every single dollar they could and then leave town. The truth is, if I'd seen, if I'd known that ahead of time and known what, well, I probably just would have not gone because the circus also sucked. But if the circus kicked ass and I'd known that ahead of time, I would have invested hundred dollars for each kid yeah to just have that many tickets and with the two-year-old just try to stretch that use that as little as rarely as possible to make it last right. as long as possible but it's like hard it's like we don't make a lot of money but we want to yeah. make these these things you know we don't have a lot of cash they're not going to trade a sausage for these experiences if they took sausage we would we're rolling in sausage <laughs> <laughs> um or you know a bread or canned goods or whatever you know tallow or soap um we could we could pay for it but if if you're talking cash that's we have to we have to think about how we're spending our cash and and just not even just cash but money in general i can't get blindsided if i if i know ahead of time that i'm going to be spending 200 dollars, yeah i can make that work yeah but, but if you're like oh here just come up with 200 dollars on the fly it's like no uh, sorry yeah you know we don't i'm not plan like one of those that. responsible people who have money oh who have debt <laughs> you mean are you, I'm I, not I one of those debt. responsible people who have debt and i don't have debt cards? so therefore i don't have money yes yeah, so here we are trying to make decisions on how we can best spend what we're deciding as our fund for fun times in the summer yeah and um the fair is a better value because of all of that free stuff one and then the content of what is there is better mm -hmm. there's also shows that are going on all day that are free like there's this there was this drumming i don't i know if you ever saw boom. these guys boom boom they were called boom yeah they were awesome three like latin dudes walking around they had like a bicycle that they tricked out with like a drum set on the front yeah they had drums that they would wear and then they would play a loudspeaker yeah, of like a mar song. marching band drums that they were wearing and then this bicycle that had drums attached to it plus a big speaker a big pa on the back yeah and they would play a and they song play like beastie boys and they're like and playing along with drum beastie with boys it. like being louder than oh god and one of them had a whistle so it was like them whistling you know like a freaking referee whistle yeah, as yeah. part of it and so they're, they're having a good time, you know, getting people to dance with them and then like handing sticks to kids to come and hit the drums. Oh, yeah. And like they they're mobile. So they move from area to area. At, and so they're not annoying one group of people for too long, you know. <laughs> and then there was another section where they had like a big gigantic swimming pool and like a high dive. Yeah. And like people doing acrobat stuff on high wire kind of things. Yeah, and that was all you'd free. Be walking it's all by part there of the ticket. And you'd hear some music and you'd be like, huh? And you'd look over and go, huh? And then you look up and you'd be like, oh, that guy's way up high and he's just about to dive. Yeah. And you tell the two year old, hey, look, 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 look. And he'd be like, huh? He can't find the person. And then you'd the see person. him jumping and he'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. he'd be like, let's keep going. I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird. But um, so, like, the value of what we paid more in, for this event, but the value of what we, we got a better value for our dollar. If 
we could have paid more at the circus and gotten nothing. Yeah. And still had a shit time and still had the circus be crap. Yeah. And then like, there's also stuff you can pay like the grandstand entertainment, the big show of the night each night can sometimes as a musician. Um, when we were there, it was the demolition derby, which would have been really, really fun to watch, but it's extra money. And we, I'm not sure if my two-year-old would sit to want to watch cars crash into each other. And our nine-year-old is a ride rat. And so he probably, well, our, our nine-year-old's one of his best friends was there. The same friend who had been with us at the circus. The circus yeah. Uh, and he and his family went to the derby and they had to leave. They didn't stay that long because both of the kids thought it was too loud and you know it was a little too much for them, yeah. apparently. Which there was I, other weird fun to stuff me, to do. But, but um the the nine-year-old is he's he's a little sensitive to sound, and their four-year-old is not one to sit still for very yeah, long. Yeah, he's not one to sit still at, at all. all so um that's that's it seems like yeah they the, their family is a car family though the dad's a mechanic and they yeah. wanted to do that and i thought it was cool that we could get up on some of the rides where you get tall enough and we could get a glimpse of the derby yeah, we went on the uh the ferris wheel during it unfortunately there was no crashing during that time it was uh they were they were in between cars so they were pulling them all off they had like 12 tractors pulling obliterated cars off of the track. Yeah, I heard him at one point, oh, there's a bumper. There's a bumper on the track. We need to stop and get the bumper off. The... It was like our, our our AM radio guy, too. Dylan Honku. Dylan Honku. He's got a cool podcast now that's Does all he? about local... Oh, you know, food. I listened to it once because he was talking about something that replied to us. Yeah, 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 real food, real people. Yeah, that's what it was called. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, he um, and I've listened to a few episodes of the farmers that we engage with here in town, mm -hmm. and it's been good. Yeah, but anyway, like the 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 value of the fair is it was good on so many levels. And if you could, if your kid wasn't just a ride rat and they would walk around <laughs> to the other areas, then you could get them to see other kids doing cool things and doing more grown up things, taking care of animals themselves, riding a horse themselves, um, sweeping the floor. All, all of those things were really good for a two and a half year old to see whether we realize, you sure. know, how he's watching or not. This is like all part of his psyche. And I think if we did become a fair family where we got involved and we needed to be there for a period of time each day, we would have free admission to the fair for that time. I hope so. Would, or at least that, some that, of us that would. would make it worthwhile. Right. And then we could have one day. See, that's why the placement settings there. Cause people if, are like, I want to get them for free. So here you go. Here's some, here's like some cups and a plate. Well, if you have, say if you had three kids uh -huh. and they each enter something yeah, and they each get free to uh, tuition, uh, admission. free admission for, for the school. Uh, for the, gosh, <laughs> what happened there? Uh, they all get free admission for the fair for, for seven days or whatever it is. Uh, Cool, but mom needs to pay ten bucks a day yeah. to come in. Yeah. Well, not if she just sets a table. You don't even have to do it good. You just throw some <laughs> silverware down. You're not going to win a ribbon, but you get in for free. Yeah, you know, there's probably some glitches like that where you could find loopholes or whatever. But anyway, if we were a fair family, we happen to be there every day. Then we would say, okay, this is ten days of us going to this location every day for at least a couple hours of that a day, and our nine year old would only get one wristband. One day, one, one day where you get day. to be the ride rat. And then those other days would be like exploring other areas that he might not otherwise. Yeah. It would be um, like, we ran into some friends who did enter some things and that was uh, early in the day. And we were like, Hey, how's it going there? Uh, we just got here and they're like, cool. We're just leaving. Like we already like, did our, oh, our, okay. our barn chores for the day. And like, it's set up like, see you later. Yeah. We, we got to get out of here. And it's like, Oh, you know, at first it was like, that was weird. And then I think about it a little bit and I'm like, yeah, you got seven days to go. There, It's a 10 day fair. Ten day. You got they had nine, nine more days and nine more days to go. Yeah. Like I'd be yeah. getting out of there too. I mean, I wouldn't be able to be there that we're much. not going to be there all day for those days. We're going to be there a couple hours a day, a couple hours. You do your duties each time. And they have a certain reserved parking for people who are involved in the fair too. This so that you don't a, have to pay for parking each it's time. Also 30 minute drive away from our house. Yeah. You know, so that's an hour of driving each yeah. time. Um, there's a lot of people that park their RVs there and stay for the week. Yeah. When we parked, we parked in the, in the, on the back side of the, of the fair instead of the front side where most people do. I was like, Oh yeah, this will probably be better. And it was, but when we, the, the guy was like, so are you doing just today? You know, like it was like, it was like, we're almost weird that we would yeah. park on that side for a day. Yeah. Um, because that that's probably the side where, I mean, I didn't look, ask or look, 
but you know, you can probably pay for 10 days yeah. or five days or whatever. That so thing. that you, you can just post up and you're staying in town for that time. But yeah. But yeah. If you, if we were a fair family, it's just, uh, just to finish what you were saying, I think is that uh, most of the time it would just be us making our appearance so we can still do chores at home. Mm-hmm. Can't leave home for 10 days. No. Uh, and then, and then at the end of it all, um, or maybe not the end, but whatever, on one of the days, whatever day it works out, we best. stay the whole day and we do the rides and we eat a bunch of crappy food and we, yeah. we check out the yeah, stuff. We're not we haven't eating seen there yet. 10 days in a row. No, that's for damn sure. No, uh, I don't know that Ruben. Mm-hmm. I can have <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I want to finish up because this is longer than I wanted to go anyway. Okay. But I want to say we, the food that we ate, um, we don't always eat this kind of stuff. And then there's certain things that is like fair food that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. And so it's like, you got to get, in my opinion, the, the thing I'm most excited about is the curly fries. They like put an actual potato on the thing in front of you and they spin it and, they and let, make, they let kids crank it. They, yeah, yeah. Let the kid reach over and crank it. And um, that's like a big memory for our nine-year-old when he was a, a little kid yeah. when, um, at the fair, but they, they fry like fresh potatoes and they give it to you in this huge like block. It's like the whole fryer basket full yeah. of these curly potatoes that are like shoestring um, curly shoestring very thickness. Good. Very good. And they're really good. And then you salt and somebody gets ketchup if they're weird. And then, <laughs> I love ketchup. And then there's this other one there that's a local place that does like one-off stuff, and they make uh, Reuben sandwiches or Reuben fries. You can get waffle fries with like Reuben toppings on it, which are good. Um, and they also had this thing that was like out of this world. You mentioned them early on, corn, corn fritters. fritters. They were like deep-fried corn corn batter. corn batter, which is like cornbread that's deep-fried, and then they have honey butter to dip it in and it's whipped and it's like not very sweet. So it was like, it's I was sweet like, enough, but it's not, but it's not, it's like, not like, Oh, that's honey. It's not yeah, like, yeah. you know, it wasn't candy, but the, and the cornbread wasn't very sweet. It was just like really, really good cornbread. And I even saw a piece of corn in one of them. And I was like, they actually there made was real this. corn in this. Holy they crap. actually made this. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those places are not the fantastic carnival places. And, and, and those places are tricky. They look like they're good. So the fantastic ones have these big scaffoldings with these really a full color vinyl banners with all the pictures of all the foods you would want. looks amazing. And then they're out there with big, like spits, like roasting um, big chunks of meat that they're cutting off of and stuff. And it's like exciting for people. And we're like, we're not going to those places Yeah, because those are the fast food of the fast food, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all fast food to some degree. That's the fast food of oh, the fair food. I had man, that was real corned beef. Yeah, it's they so like good. corn, like like slow cook stuff, and then they refry it on this like griddle. It's like it's good. The sauerkraut was good. There was the the Thousand Island on it was good. It was good quality cheese. They even had listed the local cheese company oh, yeah, that they were where that. they were getting stuff, and they beer braised the uh, sauerkraut and mm-hmm. what which type of beer from a local brewery that they were you know yeah, yeah. it was more of like a foodie type situation. Foodie. And you know what? That was probably cheaper than those than those yeah. scaffolding ones. So then my mom she was lured in by the large pictures on the vinyl, and she went to one of the the fantastic booths. She, she was like, I want brisket. She wants I, a, br- and I get it. Like brisket you want sandwich. brisket when you're there, you smell smoke and there's all these different food options. And you're like, I want brisket. And maybe if we were in Texas, there would be some barbecue places where we would knew we could go get the good stuff. Well, there might've been a good place there. But the this, middle. this brisket sandwich she got was so sad. It was this like floppy, cold hot dog bun laid out on a plate with like grilled shitty, like Winco or Franz or, you know, I mean, just like the cheap, like a hostess hot dog bun, like the cheapest yeah. of the cheap wonder bread, like the dollar for a pack at the grocery store mm-hmm. L- laid out cold, no sauce or anything. Uh, a, like a handful of like onions and peppers that were also cold that were soggy. Like they had been cooked a long time and ago. The, the in quotes brisket was like, might as well have been sliced roast beef from, from a deli from grocery a deli. store, from a yeah. shitty grocery store. It deli. was like, and it was, and it was cold. cold. The whole there, thing was cold. there was no sauce. It wasn't very smoke flavor. There was no smoke, was no ring. smoke flavor. I took a bite. I couldn't believe how cold it was for starters. And she's like, oh, this is so good. Cause she can't ever admit that what she got is bad. Like it makes her have a panic attack I didn't or something. Ask, but I bet she paid at least 15, at least $15 for, at least for that. 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. For it. Yeah. 
And then there was she got some like fish and chips from the same and those had place. those had something to them. They were all right. It was weird because the fish was fried in like chicken strip batter, so they looked it, way different. It reminded me of skippers. Skippers. Yeah. Skippers where it's it's fried fish, but the batter is all you taste. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh the French fries those were cool. They were like ba- dipped fries, so they had like batter on them and then fried, and they were like they were at least unique and hot. Yeah, they were hot. <laughs> right, where her other sandwich was cold and sat, and so it's like there's this huge variety of, and everything's really expensive, so you want to get the best stuff. So for us, I think at the fair. It's good. We're going to eat stuff we don't eat very often. We're going to eat stuff we can't get again until the next year. We need to like take our time and walk through the whole place. And maybe we remember from another year and we know what we want. But if we're not sure, we don't just go to the one that has the big flashy sign and get a cold beef sandwich for $15. Yeah. So I'm glad you had the Reuben. I had the Reuben fries, which the fries under it weren't good. But then I just like didn't eat them. And I, I gave them to our two-year-old and I ate the curly fries that my mom bought, mm-hmm. um, the real potato fries. Yeah. Uh, there was corn dogs. That's another classic carnival food. We yeah, did- I was I was tempted to go to the corn dog king or whatever yeah. it's called. I remember that from in the past, and it's like one of the best corn dogs I've ever had. But you know, it was like fifteen dollars for a corn dog, and you're full by then. You had and, a sand- you just ate a sandwich. Oh, well, I, it was before I'd had the sandwich. Oh yeah, I, I chose the sandwich over the corn dog, and I was like, I'd already had the corn fritters. I'm like, do I just want more fried food? Yeah, right. We're gonna know? eat some French fries. It's like the sandwich was a good choice, and then we didn't eat, you know, again until. Oh, close to the end of the day where we grabbed a funnel cake and mm-hmm. a mooch, which is just a it's, a, it's a, a fundraiser for the Women's Dairy Association. And it's it's somebody makes homemade chocolate chip cookies and puts a big slice of this ice cream that's made by a local dairy. And then they're sold in Ziploc bags. It's very, yeah, it's, it's very, very homemade, very homemade and like just awesome. But it's, it's like a good price still. Like it's a big sandwich. It was, it was six dollars. Six they used to be five bucks. You know, it's, they're six bucks. You don't get the feeling they hate you when you buy it. I know. It's like they Thank you for supporting our club or whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, it's Whereas nice. I feel like whoever sold that roast beef sandwich to your mom, the brisket, yeah. sold your mom brisket, hates. I know. It not hates not, the not customer. her as an individual, but they're, they're like, they're like the circus people where they're like, yeah, fuck you. Get on, get out, go. Yeah. Like, I don't like you. Uh-huh. I don't have. I, I'm not trying. I'm not to make trying you to make you happy, and that's why we went to the other place that had the Rubens, is because they're a small place. Yeah, they're um, local people to us, and they cared that we liked the food they were serving. Yeah, they wanted feedback. The guys yeah. that sold that sandwich don't them, want feedback. I was like, the last time I was here at the fair was 2019, and you guys were here, and I had these Reuben fries, and I I remember them since then. That's what I want today, and they were like so like thankful and we had a conversation you know mm-hmm. about the other events they do with their food truck it was like nice not just like this get them in and out like fast food situation like the thing next door was yeah. but i think most people there don't have that distinction they can't tell the difference between who would be a local vendor and who would be part your, of the your, your mom corporation she didn't know she didn't have that capacity and then when i see. tried to, we tried to talk about it, she did not care yeah. <laughs> she didn't want us to tell her about it or talk about if her food was good or not well that was a matter of pride in there but you know if i, if I spent this, this much money i spent this much so it was this good yeah you know i was like oh it's like okay i wish that was true but anyway yeah food is always part of what's cool there was this guy doing cotton candy that i got our other kid our kid at the very end of the night which i shouldn't have but i did just to get him in the car uh-huh. and um it was like art like he wrapped that cotton candy and he spun it so it was like a perfect ball yeah and the other ones he was making looked like bunnies and stuff where he would like make two smaller sticks and one large one and then stick it in the top and then put oh. these googly eyes on them oh, they were like three bucks extra and it was taking longer and you yeah. guys were walking so we just got the basic one but yeah it was and my kids like this cotton candy's crazy you eat it and you kind of taste sugar but then nothing's there and i'm like yeah, yeah I same as spent nine dollars for you to have nothing there <laughs> but um i don't know i would say overall we had a good time and i think for me and my personality i can usually get really overwhelmed in those settings and not have a lot of fun i can get too judgmental and too worried about how much money we're spending and all, all of those other things and i didn't do that this time and i really had a good time yeah i had a blast i um it's rare that i would say this about an event like that but i could have done two more hours yeah two more hours would have 
given because I missed some things. Like I said, I didn't get to the hobbies and stuff like that. Yeah. I would have had time for everything if I'd had just two more hours. I'd there. say if we have a chance next year, we come earlier and we go in the front door so that we're at the hobbies and stuff first. It's uh it, it, the other I, I didn't necessarily need two more hours if I'd if I'd budgeted my time better. Yeah. You know, we like I said, we spent a lot of time in those in those judging arenas, mm-hmm. which was which was cool. You mentioned something at one point about um him learning from the kids that were sweeping the two and, and a half like year that. old yeah the two and a half year old he also learned a lot from being in there it's a huge arena right yeah and it's silent these judging contests like it's like one person walking a cow around the whole thing and the and the judge is saying small commands like half step back forward and it's like <clears throat> left turn one person coughing is yeah, like you hear, like you hear every every cough and and he knew that you could hear like he could because there's there's also about 100 people in there yeah. right you know and it's that and quiet. He, he was quiet and he's quiet and he's listening and he's whispering to me you know they gotta stop you know stop oh i think like, the cutest part was when you were telling me there was something where someone needed to ride a, like ride a horse to check the mail or oh something. yeah yeah yeah. they're checking the mail with the horse <laughs> there was, was like a mailbox. mailbox out there in the middle of nowhere yeah and they it was like an not an obstacle course but uh, it was laid out it was like square that they needed to stop in and make a full turn and then go forward and then there were some lines that they needed to like not step on any of them and go in between and then there were they come around and there were some barrels that they needed to go in between and the last barrel had a mailbox sticking up out of it with some papers inside of it and each person needed to to take their horse up to there take the mail out show it to the judge put it back in the mailbox and and then that was like their final part of this judging situation and uh yeah like every time it was like this anticipation like are they gonna check the mail, <laughs> the mail. and he gets so excited but <laughs> like silent i mean just so quiet he um, loves going to check the mail it's like the highlight of the day it's like going out there mail mail and then what does he say about the neighbor's mailbox not ours not ours <laughs> not yeah, ours our, we're on one stand i put both when we moved in i i took down the neighbor's mailbox and actually destroyed it and bought them a new one. They've still never thanked me for or said anything. (laughs) I know. Uh, Put new numbers on both of them and put them on one big uh, thing out there. I mean, I pointed it out to them. So we've never spoken about it, but they've never been like, like, Oh, "Oh, thanks. Thanks mm -hmm. for thinking about us. You know, whatever, whatever. (laughs) It was broken because they ran into it with their van. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like you'd say thank you. But anyway, um, but, um, uh, our kid loves our it. Kid loves and he, that. Oh, sometimes we'll check, check the mail five times in a day. And you check here. our mail, and he's he gets mail, and then the next one is not ours because he wants to also check that. Now he's learned that it's not ours. Yeah, and then yeah. he calls it not ours. But sometimes we'll do that five times in a day. So it's it's this routine of we go out and we say no mail, not ours. And then he looks at his grandpa and grandma's house down the street and says, "Grandma and grandpa." And then we go home. And also part of that is stopping before the road and checking for cars. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's really great. And so for when you told me that part about the horse mail checking, I was like, it was like, it was so exciting for him. It's so cute. He knows exactly what they're doing, except they're they got a get horse. Get the mail. What are they doing? Get the mail. So anyways, um, it's fun for kids, especially little kids. And it was more fun for me this year than ever because we got to watch our nine-year-old be a ride rat and go off on his own for the first time and uh-huh. get all this practice, meeting deadlines and keeping his eye on the clock and meeting us back to check in and all that, which he did great with. Yeah. And our two-and-a-half-year-old getting that that part of it with him of just like this wonder and excitement and like we on all the rides and like big smiles. And like my mom got to come and, and watch the grand, the grandkids do all that stuff. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it was, it was fun. And especially when I think of how it could go, you know, where there's this soulless, uh, the people who are hosting don't like their jobs you know what I mean? Just like we were talking about the difference of the vendors for the food, the circus didn't like their job. No. They didn't care what they were doing. They didn't care what they were putting out. This is hosted by local people that care about farming, care about our agricultural community, and care about the fair and what they're putting out there. And there was a this big would have sucked if the fantastic people run the whole thing, right? Because because uh, same with the circus. The circus and fun, I mean they could even be the same freaking company as far as I can tell, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't think they are, but they could be. Uh, 
you know, something that like, those people are basically minimum wage employees, but I'm pretty sure in a situation like that, like they're paying taxes in every state that they go to. Yeah. So they're paying different taxes. They're getting paid different amounts based on where they are when they're in Texas. I bet that they're getting paid less than they are when they're in Washington because minimum wage is much higher here than it is there. Oh yeah. Taxes are much different here. Oh, you mean the company is getting paid less? Yeah. Well, but then the individuals like, because I, I can't remember what gave me that insight. It was something, um, where someone was like, yeah, my, my pay, they, I, maybe it was at the circus. I, I heard someone saying like their paycheck, they don't know what they're making until they get it. And it's based off of what the company, the company has to pay taxes through all these different places. So their, their wage changes, their taxes change. Oh yeah. And, I mean, and what you're the lowest you're maybe they're paid um, $10 an hour in Texas, uh-huh. but here they have to be paid the $15 an hour minimum wage. Right. But then they get take out way more taxes here than they yeah, do there. Right. So it's like, what, what, so, so what do they make on average? You know, like they, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's it, cause it depends on where you're working. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to it. And, um, but I think that, the energy that the people hosting put into it really affects the affect of the, the event. And yes. the, that was, the, we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so that's it for today, folks. All right. Well, thanks for joining us and uh, attend your local county fair. Yeah. It's try probably, it out. Probably great. Yeah. See if you, if you can pull it off, let us know what you think. And if you're a fair person, tell us if we should or shouldn't get involved. Yeah. I'm, I'm tempted to uh, try to win stuff. And you know, maybe it's just something like, oh, everyone knows Doris and they like her so much. She's going to win, even though her stuff's shittier than mine. What if Doris is the one who's won sourdough 25 years in a row? And if you come in and the, and people like actually like yours, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. We like it, but we can't, we (laughs) We can't can't. do it. Or they, or they like it so much. And I'm like trying to, or they like it so much. They're like, oh, we gotta give you the blue ribbon. And then Doris, yeah, she's like, she like is coming to my house. She dies out of disappointment (laughs) over you and your, in your friggin' sourdough. And it's like, I don't even care about any of it. I just want to say, yeah, I'm a blue ribbon winner. Cause I think it's funny. (laughs) Picture for the paper as you stand with one foot on her corpse. Holding up your blue ribbon. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Hey guys, if you enjoy our podcast, if you make it this far to the end and you're listening to us and you like this <laughs> maniacal laughter over <laughs> and sick sense of humor, go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any of the other ones, and we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. <laughs>